following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, wherever you may be listening and however you may be listening. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 730 right here on KZIM, KSIM. I also have my wonderful co-host, Tony Shore, here with us this morning. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Brock. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I am so excited Excellent. about today's show, um, and and so uh, are you doing okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had a great week, honestly. I've just been really, really busy this week, but that's good. It keeps me out of trouble. Yeah. And I know you've been keeping busy. You've been managing to keep busy. I mean, I know you're doing a lot of virtual meetings, things like that with your clients and, and our listeners out there, right? That is correct. But last week, I was out on vacation, Tony, and it was wonderful to kind of get away Oh, that's and right. And just clear my mind. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. So, but I'm back and I'm better than ever. I'm Good. excited to get back to work and, and do this radio show with you. Yeah. Today is going to be a wonderful show here today, folks. But before we get into the topic, I want to tell you, go to our website. Okay. We talk about all different types of topics relating to retirement every week. And so if you really want to get the best of it, you can go to our website. It's the innovativeteam.com. You can uh, listen to past shows. You can order my book, The Last Paycheck, how to uh, keep those uh, paychecks coming in once you retire. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of great information on our website. It's the innovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. And you can request a uh, appointment with me as well. And so I would encourage you to do that. Look at this information, take it in, digest it, and understand it. But really, the best thing to do is act upon it. And the best way to do that is to work with a financial services professional. Give us a call at 332-7855, and we'll get you started and on track to your retirement that you always have dreamed of. So, Tony, I'm ready for today's show. It's called Preparing for Retirement When You're Single. Oh, interesting. I know we've talked a lot about couples preparing for retirement, so this is a a little bit of a different twist on that. And I think... Uh, you know, a lot of retirement planning really does focus on couples, but, you know, with 10,000 Americans reaching retirement age every single day, it's probably, it probably makes sense that a healthy number of them are single, uh, whether by choice or divorce or maybe the loss of a spouse, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's one of the things that we talk about a lot. I'm going to re- re- reiterate that number you just said, 10 thousand Americans retiring every day. 10,000 a day, Tony. That's unbelievable if you really think about that. And that's quite honestly why we actually have a retirement crisis coming about. And I don't mean to be, you know, a fearmonger or anything like that, but it's it's true. We have so many people retiring in the next few years because of the baby boomer generation, you know, retiring 
and and many of them are not ready. And and the reason they're not ready is because they haven't saved enough money. Okay, and if we're just going to rely on uh, Social Security and maybe a pension, we got to make sure that we're doing all the things you can. And so don't be a part of that crisis. Give us a call and we can help you manage through what you have saved, maximize your Social Security uh, income, and, and do those kinds of things that will help you. But today, Tony, I'm going to re- actually refer to an article from U.S. News and World Report. It's titled 13 Tips for Singles Nearing Retirement. So I would encourage you to check this article out, but we're going to reference some of the highlights here. And it has some really interesting insights that I think will be valuable for you guys today. And the first tip is to begin making plans now. Okay. That probably sounds ridiculous and very elementary, but a wide ranging initial plan will make the rest of the retirement planning process that much easier. And as the article notes, if you're heading into retirement as a single person, you're joining a club that counts about 20 million of your fellow Americans as members. So 20 million people going into retirement, Tony, as singles. Wow, so you're that's not alone. Huge. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's uh, 20 million. That's a large club <laughs> right there. Um, and you know what? Uh, like the old uh, Marx Brothers line, uh, I don't want to be a member of any club who would have me as a member. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to be a part of any club who would have me as a member. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's an old Groucho (laughs) Marx line. But uh, tell us more about how to go about making retirement plans if you're single then. So obviously, it's it's quite different um, than if you're married. Um, And with that in mind, the first element of your retirement strategy uh, should be focusing on saving as much money as possible and as early as possible, okay? Um, after all, if you're single, you aren't in a position to share household expenses with another person. Those expenses are all on you. You also don't get the tax breaks designed for married people. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, you don't have a spouse or partner that you can rely on to take care of you should you become ill. Mm. Think about that. Those factors and plenty of others are making, saving money, so, so important. And as this article actually recommends, saving at least 10 to 20% of your income annually. And that might sound like a daunting task for some of you out there, saving that much money, but it's real. We talk about that every day. 10 to 15% of your salary, put it away for retirement. You know, you've got bills coming in and you've got, you know, other expenses, I understand, but you got to pay yourself first. So, uh, you know, if you're putting that much money away, you also need to think about uh, your long-term care needs after you retire. That's a big one, Tony. Yeah. After you retire, long-term care can be a big, big expense. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I think when it comes to building a retirement strategy, you know, saving your money and doing it the right way is one of the first things that financial experts like yourself point out. Uh, but as you noted, if you're single, it's all that more important, isn't it? It, it very much so is. Um, and so to tie our previous point into saving money, okay, you should also build a strategy around the assumption that you'll live long after you retire. So if you retire at 65, you may live another 20 or 25 years. Does your plan account for that? And that means that you likely will look forward to plenty of other things that you can do after you retire. 
And that's great. You know, doing all of the traveling and seeing grandkids and friends and all this kind of stuff. But do you have enough money to make that happen? That's the real question. You can't rely on anyone else. It's all you. You're single. You're in this by yourself. But you don't have to be completely by yourself. You can work with a financial services professional that has the experience and insights that can make this strategy and, and process a little bit easier. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that. Well, I'm right there with you. I mean, obviously, getting together with a financial professional to talk through all the potential income producing products and strategies out there is going to be huge. And I know that's right. what you can help our listeners with as well. Uh, but what do you have next for us? So the next point is I want you to do something. And I, you're married, single, doesn't matter. You have to define your new purpose. You know, going to work every day has likely been the purpose for your life for probably the last 40 years. You wake up, you go to work Monday through Friday. That's what you do. So after you punch that metaphorical time clock for the last time, what are you going to do next? What's your new purpose? What are you going to, what have you always dreamed about? Let's put that into your purpose. Whether it's, you know, a, a trip to Europe, uh, going to Alaska, you know, walking the Great Wall of China. I mean, it doesn't matter what your goals are, but have a purpose too. So post-work purpose. That's what I'm talking about, Tony. What are you going to do? Do you want to volunteer in your community to make your community a better place? I think that's a great idea, by the way. You know, there's there's places you could go volunteer. You know, at the library, for example, you could go do that. There's plenty of youth organizations that need help. So think about what you're going to do and what your new purpose is. And, and it's, it's so much more important even, Tony, when you're single because you're not spending time with that significant other. So you have to find ways to fill that time, and it's not going to be leaning on someone else to do that. So um, finding a new purpose, Tony, that would be my next point. Yeah, and I think that's a good one. Now, let's take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. And I know you have a special offer for our listeners today. I do. And so I want anyone listening to this show to email and or call, okay? And I'm going to give away a few copies of my book today, Tony. Instead of going to my website awesome. and buying it, which you could, you could do that. And by the way, we use all of the proceeds from that book to give away to charities local, local charities, okay? So we are not profiting from this book. We want you to have the information you need to retire on your terms. And that book is a great way to do it. It's called The Last Paycheck. So you've worked all of your life. You're now getting your last paycheck. It's exactly what we've been talking about on this show today. So because it's so pertinent to the topic, I'm going to give away five, up to five copies of my book today, Tony. So give us a call at 332-7855, or you can shoot us an email at theretirementplaybook at gmail.com, and I'll send you out a copy of our book. That's a great deal right there. Uh, that's awesome, <laughs> Brock. Good deal. Well, let's continue with the show. I mean, we're talking about, uh, it's a fun conversation to have about what to do to prepare for retirement, especially if you're single. And right. I feel like this doesn't get uh, the attention it often deserves. So how would you like to start this next segment? So the next tip, and again, we're referencing the, the uh, article from U.S. News and World Report. It's titled 13 Tips for Singles Nearing Retirement. 
and it and it falls into the category of concrete advice. And that tip is carefully diversifying your retirement savings. Don't put all of your financial eggs in one basket. Um, and you know, of course, everybody's different. And so, what we want to make sure is is that you're not. So, so let me talk broad strokes first, Tony. A lot of times, what I see is is when people come in and they're saying, "Hey, I've saved all my life. I've got a nest egg." And um, I'm getting ready to retire in a couple months or next year or whatever it may be. Okay, fine. Let's take a look. Let's do some planning for you. What are your expenses? What are your you know income sources? And then you know what other assets do you have to maybe fill that gap? And quite honestly, a lot of times what we see is from a broad spectrum is is that they're too aggressive or they're too conservative. And in my experience, and maybe different for other advisors out there, in my experience working with the general public, is that people are too aggressive because of where we've been in the last 10 years since 2009, okay, or 11 years. So, and because, and what I mean by that is the market's been pretty consistently about going up or, or, or close to maybe go down a little bit, but it's been pretty good for the last 11 years, right? And so people have just become complacent and um, are, are quite honestly, they're just too aggressive now. So now is a good time to say, hey, maybe Brock's right. Even though I'm not going to retire next year, I've got 10 years or five years. I need to be thinking about diversifying my assets. And one great way to do that is to go to our website. It's mycolorofmoney.org. Mycolorofmoney.org. It's a really you know, short 11 question survey that will tell you how you probably feel or should be invested from a risk standpoint, not specific investments, but you know, from an overall broad perspective. Now that's the broad view. Now let's dive down a little bit more. And what I would say, Tony is, is that now after we've realized that maybe you're too aggressive and and again, maybe it could be too conservative is that most people have when it comes to say their stock selection, have too much money in large, big companies. Okay. Mm, yeah. I know that makes a lot of people feel good and that stuff, but you've got to be diversified. You need some mid-sized companies. You need some small companies. You need some international companies. You need to be diversified when you break it down and 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 take a look at your equity exposure, as they say. Yeah. So yeah. And I, I think that's right. And, you know, if you're likely to retire as a single person, all of your financial senses need to be heightened and you need to be aware of these things. Uh, and working with a financial professional is really going to help that. Absolutely. And like I said, you just go to our website, mycolorofmoney.org, and you can type in, you know, they'll ask you some questions. You answer the questions and it says, okay, here's your score. And this is how much money at risk you should have versus take a look at what you have. And so we compare that. And we say, okay, well, we're not jiving here or we are jiving here. And so if we're not, we got to do something about it, you know? Um, so anyway, that's a great way to do that. But, um, you know, research, it's important to know your money. Yep. And there's so many resources out there nowadays, Tony, to help you do that. But ultimately working with a professional is probably going to be the best way to go about it. Yeah. And, and now what about long-term care? You have to prepare for that as well, right? Yes, you do. And um, it, it, it's a shame to see people save money, do what they're supposed to do, 
when it comes to saving money, but how do you protect that money? One of the things that will eat your money up very quickly would be as if you needed long-term care. And 70% of people over 65 are going to need some type of long-term care, according to statistics. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's very important that you protect your biggest asset, which is probably your retirement dollars. It may be your home, but, but most of the time it's your retirement dollars. You have more money in that than anything else. And so you need to protect that. And um, so, you know, it could be 250000 or more. And it looks like I've got a stat here. Uh, there's an article uh, by Motley Fool called The Five Long-Term Care Stats That Will Blow You Away. And the article notes that 15% of people who turned 65 between 2015 and 2019 spent $250,000 or more on long-term care. On long-term care. Long-term care. This is not your health care. You understand this, folks. This is, this is you go needing assistance. This is not your Medicare. This is not your Medicare supplement. This is not going to the doctor. This is entering into a facility or needing in-home services. Yeah, and Medicare doesn't yeah. cover that. So that's correct. Uh, the, those long-term care stats are sobering. Uh, are there ways that we can prepare for long-term care costs beyond just saving money? Absolutely. You know, it's it's um, if you have. If you, if you have enough of a nest egg, I guess you could say, to where you can set aside some money to prepare for that potential expense, perfect, great, good job. But another way is to purchase, say, long-term care insurance. And there are so many ways to do that. You know, that, that world has been turned upside down. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of companies that have just gotten out of the business because it's become too expensive and we have too many baby boomers that have entered uh, that, that, uh, sector. And so it's just become too expensive. So one of the ways to do that and that has become very popular is what they call a hybrid, uh, policy where you put money in and whether it's a lump sum or you can make payments as well, but then you have access to a, a good portion of that. There's one particular product that I know of that will offer you 80% of whatever you put in. So if you put in a hundred thousand dollars, just for easy math, uh, you have access at any time for any reasons to pull out $80,000, okay? Um, or that $100,000 for long-term care, for example, might be hypothetically, you know, four or $500,000, okay? And so if you need long-term care, whether it be in-home or in a facility, this thing will pay up to, again, four or maybe five times the amount of money you put in for long-term care. And that's depending on how old you are. So you'd have to call our office to get exact numbers. Uh, but then it also, Tony, the people say, well, wait a minute. Why would I put money into that when I can invest it? Well, because the chances are so great that you will need long-term care, number one. And number two, the companies have figured out, well, if you don't need it for long-term care, you will actually add a death benefit onto this. So uh, if you put in $100,000, you might have a $150,000 death benefit. Okay. Again, these are all hypothetical numbers, but and it depends on your age, so you'd have to call our office to get exact numbers. But it's those are pretty close for, say, a 65-year-old, okay? Um, and so uh, that has become a very, very popular option for a lot of people, Tony, just because it covers everything. It says, okay, if you need the money, you can take it out, a portion of your assets out, 
If you're going to need it for long-term care, it's leveraged up a huge amount for that if in case you need it. But then if you don't need it and you just leave the money in there, okay, there's a tax-free benefit to your beneficiaries through a death benefit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's become very popular. And, and for singles, I mean, obviously a spouse or a partner isn't the only person you go through retirement with. You can have family and friends that you care about and who care about you, right? Yep. I'm glad you brought that up because that actually brings me to another point, which is keep your estate planning document. Just because you're not married doesn't mean you don't need to take care of your estate. So estate documents that I'm referring to can include, for example, your will. So everybody needs a will to say, hey, I want this thing that I can't put a beneficiary designation on to go to this person. How about a medical directive? You know, if you're incapacitated, what do you want to happen? Do you want to try to live as long as possible or, you know, other options there? So a medical directive will tell exactly what you want to happen. Another good one is a power of attorney. Okay, so if you if you become um, mentally um, incapacitated or and or just, you know, your, your, your mental capacity has been reduced, um, you know, the power of attorney is a great thing to have because you nominate someone that you trust to take care of your affairs. Okay. Another one that I would recommend too, that you look at is a beneficiary deed on your home. So if something happens to you, where, who, who, who gets your house, right? Instead of going through probate, that could extend it out for a couple of years and be expensive. If you just put a, uh, you know, a quote unquote beneficiary on your beneficiary deed for your house, you know, it's taken care of. You don't have to worry about that. And your beneficiaries don't have to worry about that. We're running low on time for today. Is there anything else you want to add before we have yeah. to go? So Tony, big thing when it, when you're single going into retirement is your social security benefits and you need to understand how those work. Okay. As a single person, maybe if you were previously married, it, it's a huge difference, right? You can still are eligible for, for uh, potentially eligible for a uh, spousal benefit. Uh, you could potentially be eligible for a survivorship benefit if uh, your, your ex has passed. So there's lots of rules that come into play when you're single, okay? Now, as far as maximizing your Social Security benefits, it's pretty easy. You can do a break-even analysis. But if you're eligible for either a spousal or a survivorship benefit, it's just as complicated as if you were still married. So I really recommend that you take a look at this. And the way to do this is, is to get a Social Security maximization report, Tony, because it's very, very important to look at all of your options. And so you can call our office and get that Social Security maximization report at no cost. 573-332-7855. All right, that's it for the show this week, folks. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. 
Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.